0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the Maniac Basketball Update. Whew! It's been a great two games, but before we get into that, housekeeping as usual. Um, Guys, I'm on all social media. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, fan page, all of it, right? Go ahead and find me, subscribe, like, do whatever you want to do. Um, at Michigan Maniac Fan or Michigan Maniac Podcast. Um, also let's see here. Oh, guys, if you rate and review, and these are the only two spots I want you to rate and review because everything else is just kind of hard to keep track of. You rate and review on either the Michigan fan page or Apple Podcasts. Okay, you do it on either one of those. Uh, rate or review, or just actually just rate on apple pockets i don't care what it is i'll earn whatever stars i get i know i'm a five-star podcast so i don't mind whatever you get hey i'll live with it um you do that hit me up on the dm and i will send you one of these uh bad boys Woo! great looking sticker i'll send you actually a couple of them you know whatever uh you guys have been fantastic before we get into any of this uh like i've said this numerous times You guys have really stepped up your game. Uh, Continue to do so, right? Continue to step up that game. Uh, Like Spotify alerted me just a couple weeks ago, my podcast is up 37%. 37%. eh, Fantastic for a long form podcast, right? I know there are some other Michigan things that uh, other podcasts. I mean, I've seen podcasts that are like, they're seven minutes long. You're thinking, how can that be a podcast Podcast if it's only seven minutes long? Regardless, guys, I feel best podcast in town. That's me. Check me out. Enjoy me. Tell all your friends. Let's really get this to become one of the great podcasts for Michigan sports in general. I mean, we start really killing it. I might even delve into baseball and hockey. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're all already doing basketball. Let's see what we can do. But that's up to you guys. We'll see what, what goes on. Um... Now, let's get into this, right? So, we do this every Monday. Uh, so, last time I checked in, we hadn't played two games. Uh, North Carolina State had been canceled for COVID reasons. Uh, Toledo stepped up. Thank you, Toledo. Uh, came into Ann Arbor, and we whipped their butt by 20 points. 91-71, we looked good. We started off fast. We ended fast. Everything looked great. I think Hunter, Dixon, Hunter Dickinson, the becoming one of the best I mean, in in my opinion, and maybe yours too, but he's got to be the best big man we've had since Jawan Howard, right? I'm uh, Teskey's good. Don't get me wrong. I love I loved how Teske grew, but in his senior season with Jawan, he got pushed around. I mean, now maybe Dickinson's going to face that too. I mean, I I get it. He's a freshman. He's still, I mean, he's a 20-year-old kid. So, yeah, he's probably going to get pushed around. But Teske looked, I don't know, he looked scared almost. I don't see Dickinson getting that way. You know, anybody who does the white boy flex when he scores, come on, man. Teske didn't even do the white boy flex. The white boy flex is, I love it. I love it. But um, he's got to be. I think McGarry had like a six-game stretch, which was pretty impressive, but only in the tournament, to be quite honest with you. So uh, who was better? Probably nobody. I think Dickinson is what we got here, and he's impressive. Um, He had 18 points against Toledo. Livers looked good. Uh, Brown obviously looked good. I mean, it, we don't really need to go into that one just because it was a pure dominant performance by us, which is nice. So, uh, we go into Big Ten Big schedule, right? Uh, opener with Penn State. We are 0-2 against them. We're on a two-game losing streak lately against Penn State. And, I mean, they showed why, right? They are scrappy as hell. That is one hell of a basketball team. I think they beat Virginia Tech, who was 15th in the nation, I want to say. I could be wrong in the ranking, but uh, th- they're scrappy, dude. They are absolutely scrappy. They were impressive. Not sure I really dug the uniforms, to be quite honest. But I'm sure the, whatever, it's Penn State. Who cares, right? But what I really loved is, once again, Hunter Dickinson getting his first start of the season Uh I've been a I was a big fan of Austin Davis starting. So this way Dickinson can sit back especially as a freshman like survey the game, you know, see how it's being played, see how the refs are calling it, all that kind of stuff and hopefully that gave him a basis to kind of grow and just figure out what this game is all about before he got in. And now I don't I don't see him ever giving up the starting role to be quite honest with you. Why why would he? I mean, 20 points Uh, He scored the game-winning dunk, to be quite honest, right? Uh, That put us up by two. I know Livers scored the last... I think it was Livers scored the last two on free throw. So, uh, and then, I mean, everything about this kid. Now, granted, his pick-and-roll defense isn't great yet. Freshman, still. Um, Going out to cover somebody on three isn't great, okay? His three-point shot isn't great, but, I mean, he's a big, so you're not really expecting a a freshman big to be prolific yet in the three-point game. I mean, I know that's where the NBA is going to or is at, uh, but with Jawan Howard as your coach, I mean, do you question that he's going to get better at that? Jawan Howard right now is building a program and a culture that is so impressive and so wonderful. It is great. To really see this happen. I mean. um, So I really believe that. Even though I guess you wouldn't say. Hunter Dickinson is our go-to guy. If you need a. But actually to be quite honest man. I think he is. I think as a freshman. I don't know what that says about us as a team yet. If our freshman center. Is our go-to guy. To end streaks. Or get a a scoring streak going. Because I mean look what he did against Oakland. In overtime. When we needed key points, who did we go to? Hunter Dickinson. I mean, he has been uh, double digits in all six games, I think, he's played in. He scored double digits in all six games. And most of that's coming off the bench. I mean, this kid's phenomenal. So, I have to say he is our go-to player. I mean, yeah, you'd want a guy like Livers to step up and take over that mantle, I guess, for this season. And then you expect somebody like uh, Dickinson to carry it on from here on out. But, I mean, what, what are we going to complain about that? I don't think so. I mean, even though Livers and Franz Wagner aren't doing great at well, this last game, and Wagner, where has he been all season? Uh, well, offensively at least. I mean, defensively, he's been solid. I mean, this first, the first uh, half of this game, unbelievable, right? Really solid defense. Same with Brown. Even Brown didn't score a point in this game, but his defense was felt in the first half and still had some quality, quality minutes in the second half defensively. Um, you want Livers to play better. I mean, you know he came back. I mean, he flirted with the NBA for a second. But you want him... To, to spend this year uh, really cementing his leadership role, really kind of perfecting kind of the, those uh, scoring traits, like the little, the little knickknacks he's going to need in the NBA to really be successful. So you want to see him do that. So uh, maybe this wasn't a great showing, but once again, Penn State's tough. It's just not like there's just some walk in the park, right? It's not, no, actually to be quite honest with you, no team in the Big Ten is going to be easy this season. Not one. I mean, you could legit say that the Big Ten is probably going to have about, they could have 10, 10 teams going to, the, uh, going to the tourney. If everything plays out the way it should and COVID doesn't screw everything up, I mean, the Big Ten should have probably about 10 teams. I mean, they are, we're a solid, solid conference this year. Uh, everywhere you look, I mean, every, even Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers was solid last year, but they're even better this year. So even a crappy team like Rutgers or a crappy school, as in athletics, Rutgers is even solid. So that goes to tell you. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, semi-worried about Wagner only because he is so highly touted as a recruit who was supposed to be better than his brother. Um, and yet he doesn't seem to be hitting on all cylinders yet. Maybe it's because he was more of a wing player last season. So you had Xavier Simpson would drive the lane and then kick it out to him or kick it out to Livers and you know, just draining threes or at least attempting attempting threes or at least this way he can have somebody help him create his shot. I think this season now he's got to create his shot, right, because Smith isn't that kind of point guard. Um, So I think you're looking at something like that. But overall, though, his defense is looking good. So if he ever comes up confidently with an offensive game plan for himself – we are in a business. It's going to look fantastic. Uh, I mean, same thing with Brandon Johns. If Brandon Johns ever finds the confidence in himself, because you could tell with the spark he had in the Toledo game and also uh, in even like the Oakland game, the UCF. UCF, um, great spark off the bench. I mean you could say that he was the one that kinda helped us get past that being down twelve points. I mean, coming off the bench he was phenomenal. So and even last year it looked like he was building towards something and I don't know where it went. But still, basketball's a long season. It's a long season. You can be like, where is this guy at the beginning? And and I don't mind a slow start in basketball. I unlike football, you have you have to hit the season hard in football. You cannot have a slow start to football at all because there's not enough games to allow you to breathe, to allow you to figure out who you are as a player or whatever. You have to know in football. Uh basketball, you got plenty of time. And so I'm not overly worried that uh, about Wagner's offensive struggles or uh Brandon Johns' inconsistency as a player right now. Uh Because I I think they're going to figure it out. And let's face it, dude, we beat beat a scrappy Penn State team and a classic Big Ten brawl, a classic Big Ten brawl, and our stars going into the season didn't even have a great game. They didn't even have a great game. You're looking at Wagner didn't have a great game. Livers didn't have a great game. Uh, Brown, who's expected to be a scorer coming from Wake Forest because that's what he did. None of them have great games, but we still found a way to win. That's what's important is let's take the wins however they come and let's build upon that. Because it's much easier to build on scrappy wins than blowout losses, right? Like I'd much rather be like, well, yeah, we didn't look great, but we won 6258. Um, yeah, this, this, and this didn't go well, but we still won. Because we're doing things well here, let's get these guys moving here, and then we're all going to be moving forward together, and it's going to be great. Uh, I'm a big fan of what's going on here. Our our bench kind of cooled out on this game. I mean, last week we had 49 points off the bench. Granted, half of the, well, not half, 18 of those points came from Dickinson. But still, you know, um i don't know i think we're 10 deep right i mean we're easily 10 deep easy and now well maybe nine deep now that uh, uh austin davis is hurt but i you know what i love about that kid is that he knows his spot on this team he buys into the culture he buys into the program and he is one of those like cornerstone players that uh really solidify a culture, to be quite honest with you. This is something, well, we'll get into the football part in another podcast, but Austin Davis or players like Austin Davis are so important to a program, especially with a young coach like Howard, when you're trying to get everyone to buy into your culture. Because I don't even know if Howard really understands how to implement this culture. Because, I mean, this is his first time... Coaching as a head coach. Like, I'm sure he has an idea, but I don't know if he truly knows how to implement it or continue to, you know, if things break down or whatever. So to have a fifth-year senior like Austin Davis buy totally in, be the big brother to the ultimate star that Hunter Dickinson is, it makes everything so much better. I love it. I think this is it's going to be amazing. Um, I mean, I don't... and then you give this team, what, another week off? I mean, I don't think they play again until Christmas. So you're looking at at least 10 days or so before they play again. Um, I think some of, some people might say that it might cool them off. I think this is going to help them gel a little bit more, really kind of relax, take a deep breath, and then refocus something. So I would say watch out for Wagner and Livers coming off of this. I think they're going to look great. Um, I can't wait to see what they do. I'm, I'm really excited about this. I can't wait to see what Dickinson does this season because his body control is phenomenal for somebody who's a freshman. For a freshman, a kid who... I mean, look at the way he uses his elbow, and I I'm, I'm, i don't know if it's a, a penalty or not, and I'm sure, that, or a foul. I, I don't know if they haven't been calling it, but the hook, I mean, he hooks and turns. Everything he's doing right now, he does not look like a freshman. He doesn't look like a freshman. And that's why I can't wait. And I think we are blessed, to a certain extent, to have all the big-time rivals that we play. So, like, the Michigan State's, the Ohio State's, Iowa, Illinois, all the big-time challenges coming later in the season, giving that kid even more time to, to really just percolate and get, get those talents and those juices flowing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm super excited about this. Um, I think that's really about it. I mean, there's this team is just phenomenal. I, I've been – I'm trying to look at something here. And it's, they've been great. I mean – Williams came off, didn't score any points, but he still played some decent minutes, whatever. Um, I think that's because Johns was kind of struggling, but I wasn't sure. But, dude, we're white boy flexing over here. Like, when you look at Hunter Dickinson, everything screams awkward white boy. But God, I've never loved watching a white boy flex more than I love watching that boy flex. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the best. I mean, it really is the best. I love it. I love this. I love Jawan Howard. I love where everything's going with this. I love the culture that's being built. I the accountability that these kids are that they're doing. They're 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 learning. They're I mean, for heaven's sakes, it's it it's phenomenal. It really is phenomenal, and I. I enjoy every second of it. Now, uh, this is a little bit of a shorter podcast. I mean, let's face it, there's not much to really cover I mean, these guys have been fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to see where we go from here. I think it's going to be a great Christmas present for us. The next time these cats play, I look forward to it. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, Wagner and Livers really step up and, and really get to it. Uh, I'm just excited. I really am excited. I don't want to buy into the fact that we're a basketball school yet. I don't because I born I mean, I was born and raised a football guy, but it's exciting, man. It's exciting to really just enjoy something that Michigan is being good at, right? I mean, it's nice to really just look and be like, wow, this team is actually doing something. And I know you can say baseball's been fantastic for the last two years plus hockey is really killing it right now sure i get that and i mean we are i'm probably doing a disservice to them by not covering it. but i don't know enough about either one of those sports to even try and say anything i'm just trying to learn more and more about basketball so i can even get a little bit more technical about that i mean i'm trying to do my best here but i can't do four sports and they're great, but basketball and football are Michigan's bread and butter. When you look at the overall what $196 million that is pulled in from Michigan sports, right? Football makes 120, now non-COVID years. Michigan makes $128 million in football. 75 of that's profit. Basketball pulls in $52 million. So these are definitely the two big boys and so we're going to cover them. And it's just great that we are good right now. We're ranked 25th in the nation. We're we're really kind of, you know, we didn't play our best game against Penn State, but we won. I mean, how would you like to say that about Michigan football? I mean, come on. It's just nice. It's just it's it's really just a pleasant pleasant thing. So, guys, we'll leave it at that. I mean, I can't wait uh, to see where we go for this season. I totally think we're a tournament team. Uh, right now, I would say Michigan basketball is probably the fourth best team in the Big Ten. I think that's where we're going to probably end, right? I think we'll have a good showing in the uh, tournament, uh, in the Big Ten tournament. And I definitely think if if Livers and Wagner come on and really start playing to their potential, this team can be special. This is an elite eight team. With if as long as Dickinson continues progressing, you get you get Livers playing to his potential, and you get Wagner and Brown all playing to where they need to be. This team is elite eight, easy, easy elite eight, in my opinion. But that's going to be the adventure, right? That's going to be that's going to be Jawan Howard's main coaching. Uh, struggle I won 't even say struggle, but uh obstacle is getting these players to play at their optimal level, continuing to cultivate that young boy to be the greatest center in probably Michigan history. I mean after he 's done he 's not going to be a one and done because there's too much uh, he 's too traditional center to be a one and done and go into the into the NBA right even Garza is ha- had a hard time right he's more traditional too so even he came back and if Garza came back ain't no way Dickinson's leaving after one year so I would say at least two we will have him for three years I would so I would assume we're going to have him for three years uh just because he's going to get his feet wet this season next season you'll see more of him stepping out hitting those threes and then i would assume his junior year is going to be the crowning achievement of who hunter dickinson's going to be he his passing's already fantastic as a freshman just imagine what he's going to do as a junior at passing i mean his i would i would hope his pick and roll defense is going to be much better but he when he moves i mean you saw in the second half he came up with two really key blocks that helped michigan with this win So I'm super excited about this, guys. So it is great. Right now, basketball-wise, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And guys, always and forever, Go Blue.